All right, all the thumbs up. It says we're recording. All right, we'll see. All right, fantastic. So, hey, everybody, how are you? Welcome to Teaser Tuesday with uh, Promo Kitchen. We are here as the doing a video follow-up for our promo chat on Wednesdays. If you weren't with us last week, we did a really cool uh, promo chat on Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific, and this week we were talking about advice we would give to our younger selves. So with me today is Bill Petrie from Promo Corner. How are you doing, Bill? Charity, if I were any better, I'd be you. Oh, well, you're in Washington, D.C. today. I am. Hanging out, having fun at NALC. Is that going fun? And Always a good time, always good learning, always a lot of food, as there is at any PPAI event. <laughs> Well, as long as they're keeping you well fed, you wouldn't want the hangries to strike. Not at all. Very cool. Well, thanks for being with us today. Um, yes. The kitchen, the kitchen, the question that we asked uh, was question number four. If you could give your younger self a single piece of advice, what would it be? And your answer to this question was more than anything, be loyal to people, not organizations. And being loyal to people means also loyalty to self far too often. I misplaced my loyalty in the overall organization and not for the people there. And it took me far too long to be loyal to me. So we just wanted to say uh, to, to bring you on and have you maybe elaborate on that a little bit and tell us how one learning how to be uh, loyal to yourself helped you. And I know sometimes people would say, well, that's selfish, but really it's probably the most selfless thing you can do and how that has helped not only you, but the people that you've mentored. So yeah, so I'll probably go off on 18 different tangents, so you might need to rein me in here. <laughs> oh, great. You're leaving so, me in charge of that? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's kind of the blind <laughs> oh, leading no. blind, but we're going to go with it anyway. So, you know, I, I worked at large, when I got in the industry in 2000, I worked at large distributors. I worked at Halo for eight years through the bankruptcy. I worked at Summit Marketing for three years. I worked at uh, a smaller uh, distributorship in our industry called Guy Brown. They were actually the fifth largest office products company uh, at the time. So certainly a, a larger company And in all of those instances, I always placed my trust, my uh, value in the organization and not the people. Um, always enjoyed working with people, but I always trusted the larger machine to take care of me. That if I did my job, nose to the grindstone, worked hard, that things would work out. And that loyalty, is very important, was always very important to me. It still is important to me. But, you know, I lost my job at Halo. I think I'm pretty well documented. I deserve to be fired from Halo. That, that's not, you know, that, that's neither here nor there. But when Guy Brown is the one where it really kind of came home to me. We worked very hard to start a distributorship within that existing office product space. We were way ahead of anything anybody had ever imagined in terms of what our budget would be or in terms of our growth. We're, we're light years ahead of where we were going to be. And I trusted the organization that uh, I would always be part of it because I was doing the right thing and we were making money and faster than we ever thought. And when the office products industry combined and Staples and, or I'm sorry, Office Max and Office Depot merged, I found myself out of a job because Guy Brown had their alignment with Office Max. And when those two merged, they bailed, went to Staples, and they didn't want a dinky little, you know, it was about a $6 million promotional products company at the time. So it was meaningful to me, but it wasn't meaningful to them. And that sent me into kind of a tailspin. I'm not going to lie. I'd love to tell you that, man, I got up the next day and dusted myself off and by golly, it's going to be okay. I lost who I was for about nine months and it really took me that long to realize that I had 
inadvertently misplaced loyalty into the overall organization and not the people running it. And that's when I started really, and like you said, it's not a selfish thing to be loyal to yourself. Um, I think what I've learned is I have to be loyal to myself first and then I can be loyal to other people. Right. Um, and so through that process, um, you know, it's like a Phoenix rising again. And I learned that I needed to be 100% me. Uh, I was just talking to someone about this the other day and said, you know, what people probably don't realize is I lifted a page right out of Howard Stern's book. I don't like, you know, have strippers on podcasts and things like that, <laughs> but it's very much, I will share 100% of myself, my successes and my failures. And that served me very well. And that to me is the loyalty to myself. I have a great need to communicate. I have a great need to uh, interact with people. I have a great need to connect with people. And by not allowing myself to connect with people in that honest, vulnerable way, I wasn't being loyal to myself. Right. Um, I just put out a blog post a couple of weeks ago where I kind of outed myself for not writing my own blog for three months. It was stuff I had written, but it was old and repurposed. And not that there's anything really inherently wrong with that, but I felt bad about it. I felt I was completely not being loyal to myself. Right. And just the fact of writing that and outing myself, man, that was the most, one of the most cathartic things I've ever done. So that to me is that loyalty, that, that fervent, honest belief in loyalty to me first. Um, and again, it's not a selfish thing. Can't do it alone, but I got to believe in me before I expect anybody else to. And how do you think that you coming to that realization has helped? I know you've obviously mentored countless people, um, me being one of them. And obviously, um, there's the people that you hear about that come and talk to you. And then I'm guessing there's probably, uh, I mean, hundreds that probably listen mm -hmm. to podcasts and read articles. And how do you think that that benefits them knowing you know, obviously hearing, hearing you be loyal to you and hearing your stories and, yeah. and that. I guess the way I'd answer that is I think my hope is that people can learn through me. It took mm -hmm. me far, I'm 48. I'll be 49 in a couple months. Yeah. Like a day over 22. That's not <laughs> true, but okay. Um, but I don't, I, I, I took me too long to realize that, Hey, I am smart and I do have good ideas. I'm not perfect and I make all sorts of mistakes. Right. But overall, my instincts are good and I know marketing and branding and sales very, very well and I have something to offer. And But it took me a while to feel comfortable sharing that and my sincere hope and, and I do have these conversations with people I mentor and just people I have conversations with is if you believe in something that you in your, in your soul deep down, it's your responsibility to share that with the greater industry. I really believe that. Um, it takes guts to do it. I'm not going to lie. There are times I hit send on a blog post and I still white knuckle it. Yeah. And there are times, you know, I, 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 people say, first of all, I can make any parallel to Van Halen on anything, <laughs> which means I'm about to do so. <laughs> it's like, only I only took you seven minutes today, boss. <laughs> right. It only... I believe Eddie Van Halen, who's universally recognized as one of the top guitar players in the history of, of guitar playing, I fervently believe that every night right before he walks on stage, he wonders, is this the night they're going to figure out that I'm really a fraud? Every time I go on stage and speak, I'm confident. I know what I'm doing, but man, that first minute or so, I'm like, okay, they're going to figure it out today. Or when I send out that blog post, they're going to figure it out today. So we all have to push through that fear. And that's what I hope my story helps people do is look. I am not special. I work hard. I'm not the smartest, but I work hard. No one's going to outwork me. And 
by pushing through that fear. And we all have it. We all have that doubting Thomas right inside our head that tells you, you know what? You're not good enough. Right. And you got to push through that. And my hope is that my story helps people go, you know what? He's not that smart. And if he can do it, well, sure, I can do it. And that's really what I want because the world is a much, much more lovely place when people are really themselves. And so that's what I, that's what I hope. Cool. That's, well, it's good to hear. And we know, I mean, I'm the same way putting everything out there. I think it probably comes across as being a know-it-all sometimes. And I really hope that it's not, but really it's just, this is the experience that I've gone through. And this is, these are all the times that I have stumbled. And I only can say this back to you because man, I had to get burned by touching that stove so many freaking times, you know? So cool. Well, thank Mm -hmm. you very much for sharing that. I know that it's, you know, tough to sometimes put that out there, but it, I know that, um, you know, obviously on promo chat that day, that particular question got a lot of interaction and we definitely appreciate being a part of promo chat and promo kitchen Absolutely. and uh, for being here today. So enjoy the rest Anytime. of your time at NALC and see you Wednesday, maybe. <laughs> uh, probably not, but thank you. <laughs> probably not. Well, you'll be there in spirit. We'll throw out a Van Halen reference for so you. I will pop in just for one Van Halen reference. Just one to. gif. <laughs> right. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Bill. Have a Bye. great day. Bye-bye.